Bow enters, right? Let me just answer this question. How many players, football players in general, that you know play both sides of the field, both wide receiver and corner on back-to-back snaps? How many of you football players have seen a player that drop over 100 receiving yards on offense and then defense gets an interception on defensive end? And unless you're under the age of 20 or maybe you're probably NCAA on Xbox 360 back in the day in which you make like a two-way player in which you play both offense and defense in high school. Because if you know, you know. That's all I got to say. Then you know for the most part. But anyway, Travis Hunter is a generational talent. And yes, he is. He's an absolute generational talent. And it been like this ever since his days in high school. Because in high school, everybody knew him as the kid who was one of, if not the best athlete of his draft, of his coming out of class of 2022 for the most part. Everybody knew that. Because think about it. He would not only fry you on offense, but then defense, he'll just pick you apart, lock you up, put you in jail. Like, he would do all that. And he went to Jackson State, obviously went to Colorado, now there. In which his first game there, SCS debut, absolutely balled out. Offense, 10 receptions for 119 yards. And they didn't put him in on like special plays, special trick plays. They didn't do that. He was out there running routes for prime time for damn well the entire game. In fact, if you combine their snaps both offense and defense, he mostly spent his time with the offensive snaps 60 times of offense. Now, defense, he played 50 snaps on defense as well. But if you combine that, he played over 110 snaps. Which is absolutely insane for the most part. Because think about this. You're playing not only offense and defense. You're playing receiver and you're playing corner. But you're doing this in Texas weather. Which is absolutely brutal. Let alone the summer. Yeah, it's the fall. But guess what? He's doing this in like over 110, 120 or even higher than that. In the Texas weather. And he was balling out. Just destroying dudes. And... Yeah, he had 119 yards. However, he could have got a little more for the Bulls for it. If not for a drop pass that was in the red zone, if he didn't drop that, it would have been even better. It was like a deep route for the most part. He was open and he dropped it. Also, the one he did not like secure his foot in for the most part. And also, if not for an underthrown pass by Shao Sanders in the early on in that game. If it wasn't for those three, it would have been even higher on offense. However, on defense... Locking people up for the most part. In which Deion Sanders deserves a lot of credit for this. Because remember, Deion not only played corner, but he also played receiver during his time at FSU at Florida State. And even at times in the NFL during his heyday, which he was playing corner, obviously. He's the best corner in NFL history, even though some of you will argue that. I'm not going to get into it for the most part, but some of you will argue that for the most part. But also, he played on offense, but he didn't play like trick plays for the most part. It'll have been once and now and then. However, Travis was playing all snaps there on offense. And defense, again, he was absolutely insane on defense. Breaking up passes, getting a crucial interception in the red zone to prevent TCU from possibly scoring on that drive in the third quarter with six minutes and five seconds left to end the half for the most part. And mind you, he came off scoring a touchdown, I believe, on that. I may be wrong on that. Correct me in the comments if I am wrong on that. And even breaking up a pass in the red zone in the last minute it was like a deep route early on in the game the receiver caught it and then travis just broke it out of his hand for the most part i did remember that 
And safe to say, right, credit goes to Dion, like I said. And also that Colorado weather, by the way. Because remember, Colorado, they're up in the hills. They're up in the mountains, by the way. So their altitude is completely different from down here for the most part, though. Now, you can put them in a in Heisman contender. I even said it early on for the most part that depending on how he does, which I already said, he's going to be very, very good for Colorado. Then you can put him in Heisman contender. Do I think he can win? It's a possibility, but again, he got Drake Mays and obviously Caleb Williams who won it last year. He has to compete with Drake with Caleb Williams, obviously, for the most part. However, depending how he plays and which he goes absolutely insane on both ends of the field, he keeps his up and up for the most part, then he has a possibility chance he could win this. Even though I do think He's probably going to get less snaps on offense for the most part. I feel like Deion only just put him in for a little bit just to see, obviously, his versatility just for shows for the most part. But I feel like he's mostly going to play defense and then offense. He'll get it once and now then for the most part. Or maybe he'll do the same thing he did week one. However, I will say this. I am looking forward to it. And I will be looking forward to the next matchup as well because – Next week, they're back at home, but I believe they play, what, Nebraska? I may get that wrong. Correct me in the comments if I am wrong on that. They, I believe they are playing Nebraska next week at 12, which is a rivalry game. I will be looking forward to that. But with that say, Travis Hunter is a generational talent, and college football is going to get ready for him. With that being said...